Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Talks with Cheese. I'm your host, Cheese, and my guest here with me is Morgan Ashitari. <laughs> Morgan, how you doing? I am great. How are you doing, Cheese? Good. And just let let me start off with this. Mm-hmm. Is it Ashitari? Is it Ashitari? <laughs> Please tell the audience because I feel like I'm not the only one that messes no, up your name. No, just, yeah. you're definitely not the only one. It is Ashtari. You heard but it, guys. Everyone puts the extra A in there, but that's okay. Are you used to this? At, I mean, are you used to that by now? I'm pretty sure by right? People like mispronouncing it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. To where you can't really get offended these days, right? You're just like, okay, whatever. Yeah. And even when I'm like calling and making appointments and stuff, I just like spell it. I don't even try to say it to them. So. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, you know, it's a waste of time, right? Right. So, um, first of all, Morgan, I want to say to the audience, Morgan is a production creator for Audio Chug down in, in Indianapolis. So for those of you that don't know what Audio Chuck is, they produce some of the top charted podcasts in the world, like Crime Junkie and the the Deck Investigates, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, I know Morgan for the past couple of years now through her boyfriend Gavin, and then through LJ since like LJ and you are pretty good friends with you dating Gavin and yeah. shout out, big shout out to them because they're really cool. <laughs> and then um, we had some good times at some get togethers. Heck, we just hanged out yesterday of this recording. Yep. Bowling with those guys and just many other great people. Um, so yeah, we known each other for a couple of years and then we also had some good times at IU down in Bloomington. Is that right, Morgan? Yes, at IU. I feel like we're always at Brothers together. That's where I'd run into you guys. Right. <laughs> and then eventually we just kept on, you know, interacting more and then from there here now like I, morgan's one of the most coolest girls I'm, i've ever met oh jeez. yeah you're like you're so laid back you know you're not like other girls that are just petty you know <laughs> yeah i'll stick up for the girls but yeah <laughs> but hey you know it goes to show that i really want you on the podcast to really explain like what you do for audio chuck and what goes behind the scenes in such a great like media-based company yeah so i want to say thank you for coming on morgan yes thanks for having me i've kind of been waiting for you to ask me to come on here <laughs> and now and it's now or never right i was hoping you would yeah. and now i'm here so yeah thank you so much dreams come true heck yeah let's get into it so um morgan i want to uh start back with the early days so like did you have you always lived in warsaw like born and raised yep i grew up in warsaw um my parents split up when i was in kindergarten um but maintain like a super happy healthy relationship so my childhood was really easy going um i went to harrison elementary and then lakeview middle school and warsaw high school <laughs> so are you an only child or i never knew that do you have like brothers and sisters i have a half sister on my dad's side so but when i was born she was 16 and living with her mom and then um you know, just a huge age gap. So right. I was practically raised as an only child. Right. How was it being an only child? It was good. Yeah. Um, I think I I had so many friends growing up and I have a huge family. So like I was always with people, you know, right. it wasn't it wasn't like a make or break pretty, pretty much. Right. 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 So um, and then I was always wanted to know since like, we OK, keep in mind, guys, me and Morgan graduate both graduated in 2017. But obviously uh, Morgan went to Warsaw. So how was it out? Like, how was Warsaw High School for you? I I loved high school. And maybe I didn't feel like that at the time. I think we were all just like, we feel like we're grownups and we're ready to get out of school and everything's so annoying. But um, looking back, like, I had a great experience. I made really great friends. And that's kind of where I started my interest in, like, media production. I took some really awesome classes there. I had two internships my senior year. Um, I played softball. So, Yeah. It was a fun time. Heck yeah. And then uh, I bet it was good 
for you going to Warsaw because like Warsaw offers like a lot of classes compared to Valley and actually don't they have a program where like uh, Valley kids can attend like some of those classes I think so yeah I think so in our career center career um, center yes it was career center yeah, yeah. That, at least you know they're nice enough to let other kids from other schools attend those classes oh for sure and I'm mean, looking back honestly Looking back at that, I wish I could have, like, attend those classes. Yeah. So, and then, yeah, can you speak more about going, like, what kind of classes you took at Warsaw? They really took your interest in, like, in audio, you said? In media production Media production, go on. Yeah. So, I took a, um, like, intro to editing class just kind of for fun. And I absolutely fell in love with it. I could sit at the computer for hours. And when I figured out, like you could study this in college and you can make a career out of it. It was just kind of a no brainer. And so I started taking more classes within that. I was on, um, the school news, WACC TV every morning. Represent. Yeah. (laughs) And I took radio class there and then, um, videography my senior year. I worked as an intern at, um, I interned for basically just, like Warsaw schools in general um, under the superintendent and helped make videos. So when um, I think it was Eisenhower started their like dual language programs and that was a brand new thing. And so I went and made a video for that and we posted it on um, like Warsaw Community Schools website and just a chance for other parents to see like what was going on. Um, So yeah, that was super fun. And then my second semester of senior year, I interned for Mason Geiger. Uh, film and photography which was a really cool experience he has this amazing company that he's built himself and I basically just got to work side by side with him help him on editing projects and um, yeah and then so pretty much like these experiences like the classes and the internships really solidified your love for this uh, media production type of thing right yep uh, I didn't have to really question my major going into college which was like a that, huge relief because yeah, like because mo- most kids at that point they're like they know what they're going to do, but there's some kids that are like, I don't know. I don't know to where yet to experiment mm-hmm. at this point. Yep. So that's good. You did, you knew like straight in stone that, yeah, you're, you were going to pursue this. Mm-hmm. So um, with that being said, like what was, uh, why did you choose IU and what was that specific major you majored in? Yeah. So I chose IU for their media program. Um, obviously other really great things about IU as well, but that was the first thing that kind of really sparked my interest. I thought I had wanted to go somewhere else outside of Indiana, and then seeing the price difference of out-of-state tuition versus in-state, that kind of got shut down real quick. So uh, I went and visited IU, and the campus was beautiful. It was, you know, I knew it was gonna bring new experiences, meet new people for me, and yeah, their media program, at the time it was just when i was a freshman it was just called media like that was your major and then it branches off into a whole bunch of different specific things once you keep going into the program right so my major was media and then my concentration was tv and film production with a specialization in narrative filmmaking and post-production so so how was those classes specifically like at iu and how was that experience really really great so freshman year you're kind of taking all the intro classes over again and getting your prereqs out of the way same thing kind of sophomore year just like any other major pretty much right exactly and um and then junior year is when i really kind of kind of got to be more hands-on with things in studios and yeah so they were really really great and iu offered a ton of awesome resources and their equipment was you know top of the line and 
got to network with some of my professors and and it was just like a really good uh, learning experience pretty much oh for sure and it made my classes fun so you know I wasn't stressed all the time having right. to write these papers I mean yeah I still had to write papers but it was stuff I was interested about so that was really cool exactly it's not like you know it was dreadful right mm-hmm. and then like how intense were the projects you know because this is the college level. Yeah. So they were they were pretty intense. Um, luckily, I would say going back to Warsaw, I was kind of prepared for stuff like this, though. And the classes I was I knew what I was doing. Of course, I was still learning way more. But, but it seemed like you were a step ahead compared to like other kids. Yeah. I mean, some kids, you know, but other high schools kind of have those resources as well. And especially schools in indy like mm-hmm. well, all the yeah. caramel kids but no, like, no it's just uh, my point was that um it wasn't like not every school was like that like tipping valley didn't have like you know, their own tv film production classes right but it goes back to at least worse all offering that mm-hmm. yeah so you kind of get a mix of people and um yeah i was still able to continue to keep learning and luckily my passion for it just kept growing so so did you get any internships in college so my, um, actually, yes, freshman year, I interned for a, um, a news station that we have on campus. Okay. And so I kind of helped edit videos for social media. And then um, it was more kind of an internship for like journalism, okay. which I wasn't super interested in. Uh, but it was still great to learn and um, meet those people, but didn't love it. Right. And then my senior year, I had plans to do a semester in LA. That was a huge reason why I was obsessed with the media program at IU because I thought that experience was going to be so cool and really, really great for me to get out there and kind of be in the real world with things. And uh, that unfortunately didn't happen because of COVID, but I still got an internship virtually. So I worked for a small little startup film company out of LA. And how would that work virtually? Like, Like what kind of stuff would you do? with them even though it's virtual it sucked <laughs> i mean the company didn't suck at all but like being right. virtual sucked and like well, what would you do during that time so i had we'd have meetings like every now and then but um i was it was also kind of a talent agency as well okay. and so they had hired me on for um kind of like an editing position and they would i would get the actors reels okay. so the actor would send me or sorry I would make the actors real. So the actors would send me all of their, um, you know, different projects that they've worked on, whether it's TV shows or little commercials, stuff like that. And I would cut it down to like 30, 60 seconds. And then, would you, sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> and would you like compare these like to like resumes per se? Yes. So an actor would use this as their resume. Okay, they would send this awesome. in when they're trying to get a new gig or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it was really cool, but it, I wasn't. I didn't really build much connection or like relationships with the people I was working with. And it just seemed like it, you know, it just seems like it just didn't feel like the right experience that you expected. Cause exactly. Cause it seems like what you do, it seems like you had to be there in person for it to like, for you to fully learn it. Yeah. And like, I didn't know what I wanted to do necessarily outside of college. Like I knew it wanted to, I wanted to do something in this field, but like what that looked like, I was unsure. So the thought of going out to LA and kind of experimenting in that way, I thought was going to be, um, 
I thought that was just going to land me my dream job. I don't know if I thought some big shot director was going to hire me on the spot or what, but like that was just what I was looking forward to. So when that didn't happen, it was kind of like, okay, well, how else am I going to make this work? Uh So, and then can you go on with like, how did you end up making it work with the COVID restrictions and stuff like that? So yeah, at, by the end of my senior year, things were kind of, you know, things were open back up and, um, there were people were meeting in person again so that part wasn't too tricky but i just didn't know i didn't even know where to start like do i just send in applications of random places and randomly um a kid that i had a couple classes with had um texted me and asked if i wanted to do some freelance work for this creative agency this was like a week before graduation and i was like oh my God, like this is just falling in my lap right now. Of course I want to go do this. And they were more focused on like the marketing side of things. And that was a brand new world for me, but um, was super interested to learn. And I thought, okay, like this is the direction I'm going towards. And I did some work with them for a while and did a couple projects with them over the summer and was kind of under the impression that, and I mean, I was being told too, they were trying to hire me in full time and so I was just kind of waiting on that and waiting and things weren't happening. And I was like, okay, I need an answer or I need to go start looking elsewhere. Right. I don't blame you. Yeah. And this is like um, halfway through summer after graduation uh-huh. too. And so I am, um, I finally got an answer from them that they just weren't in a position right now where they could hire another employee. So back to square one and I was serving um, at a restaurant in Leesburg at the time and just making money trying to save up, figure out what the heck I was going to do. And then I just started randomly applying everywhere. Like, it didn't matter the location. I felt like the right opportunity was going to take me to where I was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And I came across, and this is a year's process. So I'm like constantly applying, um, following up places, and I just wasn't hearing anything. And still serving, right? Yes, still serving. Um, but it just, it sucked. I felt like kind of lost. I didn't know if like, maybe I wasn't meant to do all of this. And I just, yeah, I was kind of losing hope a little bit. Yeah. But I kept trying and I came across um, a production assistant role at AudioChuck. And I was familiar with the company a little bit. I knew they did um, Crime Junkie, which I had listened to a lot in the past, but I I still didn't know everything that they did. But I thought, eh, why not? And they're an indie, like at least it's out out of Warsaw. I'd get out a little bit. Like I have nothing to lose at this point. Exactly. So I sent in um, my resume there and then I just kept thinking about it. And I was like creeping on their social media and listening to other of their shows. And I was like, this feels like really, like I really want this now. And so I followed up with them after not hearing anything and a talent recruiter reached out to me. And so that was someone that the company had hired to kind of weed out some of the applicants, you know, and she wanted to interview me. So I had an interview with her virtually and then she liked me and she passed me on to um, some actual people at the company. So I talked to the COO and then the head of production and the head of production, her, her name is Brittany. And we just clicked like right off the bat. And I'd basically be working under her anyways. Like that was the position. And so I was like, I just feel like this is really going to happen. And <clears throat> right after you were just losing hope. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so I um, they wanted me to come down and meet with them in person so I did that and at this point this was like my 
fourth interview with the company. Jeez. Yeah, and this is over like three months as well. So it's just like my hopes and like everything's going up, down, emotions. It's a long waiting process to you. You feel like this is like lasts a long time. Yes, um, but ended up being worth it, obviously. So I, yeah, I went back again for a second meet in person where I met with Ashley who started the company. Like this is her baby and everything that the company is, is because of her. Like just hands down a boss woman. How is she? Oh, she's great. She's great. And you can just tell like she is um, just a go-getter and yeah, just an amazing woman. Like hands down seems like she never wants to be comfortable right she's always wants to like learn oh yeah that's a yeah that's a really good way to put it and she's always pushing herself and pushing that's us awesome. but like in the best way possible and it starts a positive chain reaction huh mm-hmm. for sure and it just like creates that environment and i mean you can tell like what the company does has done in the past five years like is her vision lead yes and so yeah i met with her and that went great mm-hmm. and then it was the day after memorial day I get a call and they're basically offering me a verbal, like a verbal offer saying that I'd be getting a contract soon and this and that. Of 2022? Uh, yes, of 2022. And just like a year later, huh? I mean, a year ago, pretty much. Yep. Oh it, my gosh. But anyways, go on. Yeah. So yeah, it was like a year after graduation and then a year ago from oh, today. That's crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. And then I basically had like two and a half weeks to... Um, pack up and find an apartment in Indy and get the show on the road. <laughs> mm-hmm. So did you find just an apartment downtown or what's, what was up? Or Yeah. So I didn't really know where I wanted to live. I also... Because it has to be challenging somewhat too. Yeah. And I wasn't... I mean, I'm familiar with Indy, but not like... There's so many different locations and different parts where you can be at there. And the office was in... Or is in Broad Ripple. So I wanted like not too far of a commute to there. And I had found this place in um, kind of outside of Castleton. And it's nice. Like, my unit's nice. Maybe right. not the safest area, but... <laughs> hey, you got to uh, start somewhere, right? <laughs> right. And my lease is out this summer, so I'm out of there pretty soon. But it's we, been good. Yeah. And you got a plan for your next place or what? I want to be downtown. At least try it out for like a year. See if I All like right. it, what the... What the vibe is down so there taking chances you know yeah and it's fun there's always stuff going on down there and like walks and that's the crappy part about where i'm living now it's like i'm, I'm not scared to go outside but like i shouldn't be walking by myself right. around there so um that's unfortunate but it'd be a good experience later on once you you know find that new place huh yeah it'll be exciting so anyways going back to you know it's just starting out starting out morgan about audio chuck so what happens you you finally find a place to move in right what happens after that so I, yeah, so I start and um, the office we're at now currently is not where we were at when I had first started, just kind of a couple blocks away. Okay. And it was basically like this kind of small area. It looked like a house. It had like an upstairs, downstairs and like the carpet and kitchen. Like it, it was a house basically. <laughs> and um, it's just crazy. Like I had, I knew the amazing top charted things that they were doing and it was coming all from the, this little office and, it's like my blown to you at that point huh? oh for sure and um everyone was so nice so so awesome but i was like i was scared as shit <laughs> i was like constantly nervous that I, some i was gonna mess something up just because this is something completely new right? yes okay. and like i wanted it so bad and i got it okay. and now it's like okay well now i gotta show them like what i can do and um really prove myself here okay. so um yeah 
we moved to a brand new beautiful office um in October so this would have been like two months after I started and I mean the difference is insane like this looks like a full professional fun creative environment in this new office that we're at and the fact that I was able to kind of see where they were at before and then join them in like this new big exciting thing was really cool too it shows it's a good sign for you especially because you know oh man this company is only getting better and better exactly and at the time I think I was the maybe like around 30th employee currently working there um and since then we've got 10 new 10 more people and um yeah so we're around 40 and we just like literally we have someone starting this coming monday it feels good that knowing you know your job security to your perspective is, is pretty good yeah for sure and that's another thing why i feel like this was all meant to be is like that stability i need like i'm just the kind of person that I just feel better when things are a little bit more stable. I kind of have a schedule and I know. Less pressure. Yeah. Whereas um, before when I thought like film and TV is what I wanted to do, like that kind of thing is kind of job by job basis. And you're not working for someone full time. You never know where you're going to get your income. And like I thought I wanted that, but that would terrify me. I think I don't think I would do good in that kind of work environment. So where I'm at now, everything's working out. Yeah, and then that yeah, you pretty much answered because I was gonna ask you this like, how did you get into like the podcast industry? But you answered it, Morgan, and that's like great to know. Mm-hmm. And then what was I gonna get? Uh, oh yeah, it seems like and speaking about podcasts in general, mm-hmm. it seems like once COVID hit, it seems like podcasts got more popular and popular. Mm-hmm. What do you say? Oh yeah, for sure. I had started listening um, probably around freshman year of college started listening to podcasts i'd just like put my headphones in on my way to class or driving from bloomington to warsaw you know listening in the car it made the three-hour drive feel like 20 minutes yeah yeah and i would just listen to like influencers and stuff like kind of talking back and forth like what we're doing now but um and then actually one of the first ones i started listening to was crime junkie ironically huh yeah it kind of goes full circle there but yeah, I mean, it just seems like COVID, post-COVID, I should say, now it just seems like podcasts are more popular popular now. You know, you see people, um, you know, like you said, commu- like listen to podcasts commuting, you know, listen to podcasts when they're cleaning, you mm-hmm. know, it's so useful. And especially with you guys, it seems like most of your podcasts, and correct me if I'm wrong, right? Mm-hmm. It seems like most of your podcasts are audio only. Is that right? Because when I try to look for the deck investigates, like to see if there's a video type of uh, style or format, I didn't see any. Nope. So yeah, all of our videos uh, are our podcast so yeah all of our podcasts are audio only um we do actually have a youtube channel for crime junkie um but that's strictly asl videos so we send our audio to this lovely woman who um basically signs the whole podcast episode for people that can't listen and so they can go on and watch and still like intake the content Right, that's pretty cool, huh? Yeah, it's really cool. So can you uh, start out with, like, what are they exactly making you doing? Like, what did they make you do first? Yeah, so I started off as a production assistant, okay, and which I was really excited about. I knew that that was something that I could kind of learn a lot of different areas um, of stuff that, that they were doing. And so I would kind of help prep get ready for the recordings and I sat in on a couple but like I wasn't doing anything in them I was just sitting there and learning um and but that was a crazy experience like listening to or watching Ashley say 
tell these stories like in live time and usually she's just like a headphone in my ear but I'm like seeing her in person right in front of me like I I still get butterflies in my stomach knowing when I think about millions, that moment yeah, knowing that millions of people like tune into this every week like, yes yes and I'm like right here live here it is you know it's pretty cool yeah you're actually seeing this what goes on behind the scenes huh oh yeah yeah seeing it firsthand and so that was really really cool and I was helping with blog posts so every episode if you go on our website um whether it's crime junkie the deck anything there will be um like pictures a summary and like all of our sources that we got the information from and uh, captions for these pictures and so i was kind of helping putting those together um and then i would go through some of the cases so we have on think on all of our websites and especially crime junkie people are sending in cases like we get a month worth of cases that people have sent in and it's that like they want you to share huh yes that okay. they yeah that they want us to um do an episode on that's awesome and within a month we get probably like ten thousand. and that's just like uh ideas right there on yeah the spot on. so that's people cool. will send like in a case and a little bit a little bit about it um so when I was in the position I was at when I had started, I would just kind of sit through and read through some. And if any really caught my attention or I felt like could be good. You would pass it on? Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. And so I was kind of jumping around a little bit and shadowing a lot of different aspects that went into the production side of things. And I was luckily grasping onto things really quickly. And um, I was working hard. I was staying late. And I just really wanted to show them that like, I can do this. I want to do this. So like, let me do this. And you were I, hungry for it. Like. I was, I was. And, um, luckily it paid off. And shortly after I was promoted up to a production coordinator. Okay. And what do they exactly do compared to what production assistant would do? So this is a promotion. Yeah. And congrats. Thank you. <laughs> um, it's, I kind of get to take more ownership in things and make decisions. And how's that feel? It feels really great. It was really scary at the beginning. And, um, you know, some mistakes were made along the way, but it's all a learning process. And I have amazing managers that really, really support me and um, my coworkers and just like everyone together um, works really well. And that's a huge thing about the company as well, like the culture. But back to my position. Yeah. So I kind of get to be more in charge of things. And then, um, are they making you do only Crime Junkie or are they like, are you working on their other podcast? Because it seems like so far all you've been saying is either like, you know, Crime Junkie or do you work mm-hmm. on The Deck Investigates? So I did do a little work on The Deck Investigates. Um, that was just a 15 episode series um, that dropped all together. Whereas Crime Junkie and The Deck, we are releasing episodes every week. Okay. So that's something that we are constantly working on. Like, you know, it, it, that one does not stop. Whereas the deck investigates now that that's out, um, that's kind of out of all of our hands. This is like a special series, it seemed like. Right. And a lot of our shows are kind of like that. So um, we have like Counter Clock, Park Predators. Those are all seasonal. So they drop um, like Park Predators will drop in this summer. So you're not always constantly working on shows that are more seasonal. Whereas the weekly you you are. That's your day to day. That's why I'm talking more about um crime junkie in the deck because you have more experiences with those right okay and uh this past d de- when was it yeah this past december when i was promoted up to a uh, production coordinator i was 
currently working on the deck and crime junkie but i after being a production coordinator i kind of moved strictly on crime junkie so that's what i'm working on every day Mm -hmm. and can you tell like me like how's the setup like compared to my setup because like this setup for podcasters is considered like quote-unquote budgeted Mm -hmm. but heck this even with the small setup i have it's like all together all this costs like five hundred dollars or six hundred dollars and then the point being is like dude podcasting is not a cheap hobby yeah no for sure not and um yeah our setup is a little different than what we got going here but i mean this is how ashley started her and Britt were um literally in a room just talking on mics like this and got the listener base and built a company out of it so i mean you're definitely on the right path thank you and you got to start somewhere right yeah and this equipment's really nice i remember listening when i listened to one of your um first episodes the quality i was so surprised by that you were able to get everything to sound the way it does because it's really good and it took like months to research about like the right the right equipment for the right price Mm -hmm. but at the right audio quality for people to enjoy it right yeah happy medium yeah exactly so anyways yeah but like what is the setup looking like at you know crime junkie per se mm-hmm. compared to this yeah so we have they're called whisper rooms that's where we record at and they're pretty small i'd say um i guess i don't really know the measurements of like, it is but it like a like a music studio that you would see in the movies or not really it's more of like I'd say an extra, extra large walk-in closet is probably the size of it. And all the walls are soundproof and yeah. Yeah, because I, I, and I can, I know exactly why, because like, you know, you don't want no background noise Mm -hmm. and it's a pain when you're hearing background noise because it just kills the flow when you're listening Mm -hmm. as an audience, like as an audience member. Yep. And any background noise are, um editors will have to try to get out and no one wants to waste their time doing Uh that. (laughs) It's cool. It's like talking about this because like, like, you know, I like for people to know what goes on behind the scenes to produce a successful podcast episode. Mm -hmm. It's not like, you know, you have a good conversation and you upload it. It's like there's a lot of steps in between that, like the editing, the promotion, right? Mm -hmm. Well, and even the beginning, you know, you got to prep for what you're going to talk about on the episode. Make an outline, which like I I do for my guests. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, you're doing it all from start to finish. Yeah. And then is that what you guys do in a similar way? Like, you know. Do your research, obviously, right? And mm-hmm. then make outlines to make things easier. Or can you go in depth about that, please? Yeah. So I'll talk about Crime Junkie specifically. Okay. All of our shows are kind of different in that way. Yeah, but, but for example. Again. Yeah, for Crime Junkie. So we have a team of researchers and that's where everything starts. So yeah. after a case is picked and it gets ran by Ashley, of course, she kind of has the final say of everything. She's like the top. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so after we have a case, it goes to research and they spend a couple of days researching and getting a packet together that they then send to our writer. Our writer will make an outline of what um, basically the case is all about, what they're going to do or how they're going to like explain the story. And then um, they spend a few days writing and then it goes to Ashley for her to review and make her edits. You know, she's the one talking and it's basically her voice anyways. So she gets to do whatever she wants with the script. Then it goes back and forth between the writer and her for a little bit. To like finalize everything pretty much. Yep. And then it's going to our fact checker and our fact checker is making sure that all the information we're saying is correct. You know, these are real people's lives that we're talking about and we take that um, responsibility really seriously and we want to make sure all of our information is as accurate as possible, um, especially with the platform and listener listener base that we have, you know, you never know who's going to be listening and... So, yeah, that part goes on. And then after 
fact checking, it goes back to the writer, the writer makes their adjustments, and then it comes to me. And we're more in the production side of things now. So I am making a pronunciation guide. We want to make sure we're saying all the victims' names right. If there's, you know, cities or locations that we're unfamiliar with, we want to make sure we're pronouncing it right as well. And trust me, if we don't, they our listener will let us know. They will send in. You need that feedback. <laughs> we or do. You don't know. Yes. We, yeah. And we don't want to sound like we don't know what we're talking about either. So that is my responsibility and I'm reading the script like three or four times making sure that everything sounds right. Um, There's not going to be any issues in the recording or any lingering questions left. So that's my part of the pre-production side and then we get ready for recording. So all of those are scheduled in advance but I am in the recording room with Ashley and Britt. Actually Britt is remote so she lives in South Bend actually and she zooms in for these. She has her own recording set up at her house. Ashley has hers in the office and I get that ready for her. And then I'm on Zoom listening to Britt and Ashley both talking and, you know, telling these cases and making sure that just everything's sounding right. So if they fumbled over a word, I'm going to stop them and have them say it again. And I'm giving them um, the pronunciations when they need it. And yeah, so that was very nerve-wracking, but I think I'm getting a little more comfortable with it. Yeah, it's just, it seems like the more learning curves you go through and the more repetition, it seems like, you know, you're only going to get better and better at this. Yeah, for sure. And then how, how does it feel that, you know, you're actually making an impact on these podcasts every week? Like, how do you feel about that? Knowing that millions of people tune into this, like we said, and like I said, it's a, it's always a top five podcast in Spotify. It's always a top five podcast on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, no, it is absolutely insane. And so it's, yeah, it's my responsibility to make sure that these millions of people listening are um, listening to the right thing. And what we want to put out there is ultimately kind of on my back, but I... So after the recording, it'll go to our editors and then the episode goes back and forth between me and the editors for a while. So I'm listening to the first version of it and giving them any notes that I had like, hey, the pause at 2613 seemed a little long and it was kind of awkward. Can we cut that down a little bit? Or um, Ashley pronounced this name wrong, but I had her retake it. Can you go back to the raw audio and grab that take and put it in? And so that goes back and forth for a few days until I finally have an episode that everything is completely clean, ready to go. And then I'm making the blog posts. Like I had mentioned before, I'm still doing that and um, sending it to the girl who does the ASL videos. And um, yeah, and then I am publishing or scheduling it for publishing and crossing my fingers. I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, yeah. And then start the process all over again, pretty much. Right. But I mean, I, I'm not just working on one episode at a time. We're constantly, we've got like, so all those different processes that I just named off it, are constantly going. So after research finishes one case, they're working on another one right, right away. Yeah. And so there's times where I'll have like three or four different audios to listen to because there are four different episodes going on. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, hey, but it keeps you busy, right? Very busy. And it's really exciting. Every day is different and um, it doesn't feel like work. Because so. you're so in, into this, huh? Yeah. And it seems like, um, please and please correct me if I'm wrong, it seems like uh, having a high attention to detail is really important to your job. Would you attest to that? I would. It is extremely it like important. Because it. It, like, if, if, it seems like if you slack off like one, for even one day or one episode, then it can ruin the flow of things. Mm-hmm. And luckily, like I'm not doing everything alone. And I have um, 
people who kind of oversee things as well so hopefully things get caught if mistakes are made and um thankfully i haven't screwed up anything too bad knocking wood right yeah i guess you got any (laughs) (laughs) so um yeah so it feels good knowing that people are supporting as well so um what's one of the biggest things you're learning so far of this whole process at audio chuck hmm I would say just the, I mean, I was listening to podcasts constantly before and had no idea the work, the time, the effort that it takes from so many different people that um, have all these, you know, obviously amazing talents, putting things together and how long it takes. And that's not the case for every podcast, you know, people are just talking. It doesn't, you don't need to have a full on script written. And um, so, but yeah. I would say seeing everything in real time and kind of being a part of that has been a huge learning experience. And I didn't even know podcasting was something that like I could make a full-time career out of yeah. the way that I have been able to do. So, And, and this is my blown that you, you, can, you can actually do this while getting paid, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's the nice part too. <laughs> and then do you think like, like right now, like five years from now, there's still room to grow in this company for you personally? For sure. So we're, like I said, we're constantly growing and new positions are being made. And um, one of the things I remember when I had first started, we had like a staff meeting and Ashley was telling us all like, you are here and you are here to make your dreams come true. And I have the resources and the support to help you do that. And so like making sure we're always communicating and everyone's always on the same page about each other's like dreams and goals like that's super important and we'll get you there is basically what she was saying and so that's when I knew like okay I could be at this company for a really long time I think if I just kind of keep doing what I'm doing and it all goes back to her being a great like what do you call it CFO CEO she was the CEO she's recently stepped down um she's just got you know so many stuff on her plate she had recently just written a book and we have some really crazy things coming up in the next year actually that i can't speak on but she's a busy woman (laughs) but it's gonna be cool once it releases right yes yes very cool nice so it just um well i was trying to say is that it just seems like she's a good leader that shares like good vibes with you guys and it just creates a good environment it just seems like teamwork is is important within audio chuck yes definitely and you know when i was talking about the hiring process how long that took and it was months and multiple interviews it's because they are so selective of who they bring in because of that culture and we want the people that are the go-getters and nice people as well you know we're always laughing and having fun in office too so it's important that everyone gets along and they our managers and leadership take that um really seriously so luckily i mean I couldn't think of a negative thing to say about, like, anyone that I work with. Right, because, like, you can have the best pay, you can have the best benefits, but if the environment there is not the best, then it just ruins everything else, it mm-hmm. seems like. Mm-hmm. And we probably wouldn't be able to do the work that we do if, like, we all didn't feel that way, you know? Right. So that's why there's a reason why of why there's it's such a hot, long hiring process, huh? Mm-hmm. Yep. Makes sense. It was worth it. <laughs> uh-huh. And look at you now. Yep, I made it. <laughs> hey, but you're not done yet, right? Nope, I'm not done yet. So, uh, Morgan, like, what's the best part about this, about working for Audio Chuck? 
because like because it seems like there's cool benefits to it like because uh um you told me off air that they took you to the uh, post malone concert yeah. in indy and then you were at a suite and while well, me i was there too but i was in the nosebleeds <laughs> and i don't see my company uh buying a suite <laughs> yeah so every quarter we kind of do a fun um work event activity and that quarter we got to go to a post malone concert which was super duper cool um this past quarter we went downtown to um i forget exactly what it was called but it's basically like duck pin bowling and they had foosball, cornhole, um, ping pong, a full bar, buffet. Oh, and yeah. yeah, so we had that rented out just for us. And it's like a random Wednesday night. <laughs> Is it just like an appreciate, pretty much an appreciation for the employees and stuff? Mm-hmm, for so, sure. yeah, what, what other cool benefits are there when it comes to that, that Audio Chuck does for you guys? So we actually have a tab open at a local owned coffee shop down the road. So literally anytime, any day, any audio truck employee can go over there and get a coffee, a latte, a smoothie, tea. And I'm a huge, huge coffee drinker. So when I learned that, that was like a huge perk for me. I was like, I don't care about the health benefits. Like I'll just go get my coffee. Um, So that's a really cool thing. And... I mean, we're always just like, if something really, really cool happened, like like our show Killed, um, when that released season one this past summer, um, we it got number one, like that exact same day. And so everyone had worked really hard. Everyone was tired, right. you know, but like it was all worth it. And we got the next day off. And then we got a link to um, some website where they like they pick different things to put on there that you could buy uh-huh. and so we got to pick like what gift we would want and i got a new pair of um like the new airpods yeah that was like that was my free gift and so just little stuff like that they're always reminding us that like we are appreciated we're valued and um i think it also shows like it um it seems like getting all these benefits right and then them showing their appreciation and show their appreciation it makes you want to return that favor i that is exactly what i was trying to say yes we want to like give that right back so so it's like just good vibes so far right Mm -hmm. and then speaking about that what's like the least favorite part of the job if you had to nick pick it um and i forgot to ask um and what's your weekly schedule like like is it like a nine like a typical nine to five monday through friday or what so i do work monday through friday um the timing i usually get in around like eight ish, eight thirty, um, and technically I could leave at five, like as long as you get your eight hours in. But I rarely ever leave at five. Things pop up, I got things to do, and um, yeah, so more like six. And like if something were to happen over the weekend, like um, one time we had released an episode like a few weeks prior, and a fan had reached out to our fan en- our fan engagement team and flagged something that like. Um, we, we were saying something that was wrong, like wrong information. And so fan engagement contacted me and I was like, well, you know, we have to do something about this. And even though it's a Saturday, um, that people are still listening, you know, it's not that people only listen to podcasts Monday through Friday. No, heck <laughs> So I, um, talked to my manager a little bit and basically I just grabbed the episode, put it in GarageBand on my Mac and did a little splicing and dicing, re-uploaded the episode and we were good to go until Monday where I could um, talk with the editor and then actually make a 
make a better adjustment than what I was able to do in GarageBand. But it did got the job done and we were able to release it. So um, I wouldn't say like I'm on call, but like if things pop up, I'm gonna, I gotta work. <laughs> yeah, take care of it, the problem. Yeah, but like it's not like I gotta go travel somewhere or go do some mm-hmm. something hard. Right. And then um, what what's your goal with the company later in the future? That is something that I am currently working on with one of my managers, um, kind of getting a path and goals set out for me. But I, because I'm not sure at the moment, I know that I want to keep growing and learning and kind of climbing up that ladder. But I don't know what that looks like. But I think that's okay. And I'm kind of excited. And like I said, with the company, it's still fairly small and we're growing. And so if like technically I could create my own position if it if it was needed and if there was value to it and I could fulfill it then you know that's kind of the exciting part about it all right but as long as you keep learning it's it's gonna be everything's gonna eventually fall into this place yeah that's what I'm hoping for (laughs) Uh how's the adjustment of moving to Indy for a year now been for you because like you know it's not it has to be different you know being like being born and raised in warsaw a mid-sized town to being in like a big city like indy yeah um it's been different but it's been really good i haven't really had any issues and it is nice because i am you know outside of home but not too far either so i can come home on the weekends or people can come see me and um kind of currently doing long distance with gavin i mean two hours long distance but you know that's kind of hard to be worse it could be like 12 hours yeah yeah it could be much worse so but we've been able to make it work and um yeah it's been good it's been fun and then i mean kind of disappointing you morgan because like you know you didn't know there was a luke combs concert at lucas oil (laughs) like you know a couple weeks ago what the heck okay i realized that night i saw people posting but i didn't know he was gonna be there in advance um yeah, so maybe I'm not in the know around the, the city point, as much as I should is, be. Um, it's cool living in Indy because, say, if you have nothing to do on a Friday night, well, let's go to the Pacers game. Yeah. And it's right there. Yep. And there's so many different restaurants. And Topgolf. And to- yep, I'm right by Topgolf. Um, different shopping places. So th- there is always something to do, which is nice. Good places to eat, cafes, mm-hmm. huh? Mm-hmm. Very good. So, Morgan, outside of work, right, what, what's your, what, you know, what are some, like, personal goals for you outside of work? Outside of work, um, that's kind of what I am, that is my goal right now is getting a life kind of outside of work on my own, not just sitting, not just when I get home watching reality TV for hours and then going to bed and doing my job all over again. So um, I'd say my goal is just kind of getting a better routine for like my self growth and um, getting kind of a healthier mindset in that way. And I feel like in the long run, that will change everything. It'll help my physical health, my relationships, and just overall make me the best version of myself. <laughs> right. You're saying you want to like, you know, maybe explore a second hobby. Exactly. Yeah. Just... Kind of. Yeah. Sorry. No, you're fine. But yeah, that's exactly what I mean. Just kind of um, figure out what my other interests are and, and it goes and it all goes back to trying new things yep yep so so morgan like it just seems like this whole process of working at audio chuck there's just uh it seems like there's no really like horrible parts to it because mm-hmm. i asked you earlier if there's any least favorite parts but you didn't really have any morgan yeah no i would say i mean if i had to pick one negative thing it's just the um like the concept of time it's kind of a blessing and a curse but like my days are moving so fast and my weeks are moving so fast and I 
could have done something yesterday that felt like two weeks ago and like yeah my mind's just a mess in that way right now currently and maybe that has to do with adult life too you know like outside of school and you're not waiting for summer and then going into the next year of school you kind of um everything's just kind of running together right now and so with my job I feel like it kind of enhances it enhances that a little more and so I don't want to wake up in five years and look back and be like oh my god like it felt like two weeks but I mean also I know in five years I'm gonna be able to look back and be like yeah that felt like two weeks but I did this 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 it this this yeah, he did, yeah yeah so I mean pros and cons to that right but those are little things you can easily adjust with time right so it's not yeah and it's nothing like horrible yeah yeah I mean yeah and I, I wouldn't even say that's necessarily necessarily like bad part about the company that's just like my nick picking yeah maybe that's my own issues i gotta work out it just seems like uh this is awesome to hear that you know your whole story with like you know with the covid hit and and you were thinking for a second man like did i just waste my time in college for nothing Mm -hmm. and it just shows that as long as you keep going at it and you know way have good patience Mm -hmm. things will like fall into place yes patience for sure and I just remember when I was still job searching and stuff, I was like, I wish I would just wanted to be a doctor. Like, I wish I went to med school. I feel like that would, I would have had a clear path of everything and everything would have just landed the way um, that it would. But I kept pushing. Heck yeah. And then Morgana, um, is there anything else you want to say? Because like, I really have enjoyed like listening to this whole story, you know, because it just shows that you just can't give up on something you truly want. No, definitely. Um, yeah. And I mean, I just think everything you're doing here, like this podcast we're doing right now is really, really freaking cool. And you should be really proud of that. Thank you. And then I appreciate you telling me that earlier when I, when we, when I was trying to like schedule a time for you to do this podcast, right? Mm-hmm. I've really seen your growth. And yeah, it's just awesome to hear from another person's like perspective that, oh man, this is getting this is going somewhere yeah and i mean it just shows if you're passionate about something and you put in the work then it's you can do it yeah and uh like it's like kind of like your mindset i'm not i'm not stopping you know because like mm-hmm. this is what makes us happy you know mm-hmm. and it's pretty fun believe it or not no yeah, good and i was gonna ask you though do you keep yourself on like a strict schedule with these types of things yeah so yeah good question morgan so it's not like i'm not like audio choke or like the Noke boys like the full sun pockets <laughs> i don't have a team uh, you know i don't have a team of editors i don't have a pr team it's just a one-man man i do everything so yes i do have to have like a i want to say strict but i just gotta have like a, a balanced organized schedule you gotta keep yourself accountable yeah accountable exactly and it's all about like working ahead because like you said once i'm done with the episode it's not like uh yeah vacation for a week or two it's like i'm on to the next uh guest yep the next episode yep. or i'm always podcast playing i'm trying to see okay who can i book like three weeks from now so that way when i'm done with the previous episode i'm working on that yeah i mean last night when you were telling me when this episode was gonna air like how it's a couple weeks out and yeah. you've got someone next week and right. stuff i was really impressed by that like you've got you got a plan going man yeah because i feel like if you just like do that like spot on um it feels like you're you get pressured and in, in a rush mm-hmm. and that in turns doesn't turn out a good episode right. or a good mindset to where like it feels like a job mm-hmm. and a passion you're working in advance and right. got a, got a plan going yeah i think that's the key and you said this too just like you know uh keep working ahead and you'd be fine mm-hmm. at this mm-hmm. i mean is that all you is all you got morgan or is that any, anything else you want to say <laughs> 
I had another question I prepared yeah. for you. Okay, cool. I love this. <laughs> have you have you had someone on and halfway through the recording you're like oh, i wish i didn't have you on <laughs> that's a really good question you don't have to name them yeah. and if it's me don't no, mention no, it no, no, you're awesome no 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 you're you're uh awesome guest thank you so yeah obviously i won't name names like yes like i had a uh i had a couple people people were it just seems like they didn't want to be there it's, but mm-hmm. it's like then why did you say yes when i yeah. asked you and yeah. then funny story mm-hmm. one of my guests <laughs> I've had literally when I was like, you know, talking like we are right now, right? Mm-hmm. They were literally on the phone Snapchatting. <gasps> oh my and God. And I'm like, geez. Like, honestly, I didn't want to say nothing because, like, you know, there was no point of calling them out. But I was like, dude, what the heck? This is just disrespectful. Yeah. Oh, man. And it just shows, like, like why? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And yeah, I mean, they chose to come on here, right? Yeah. But I was like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not asking you to be a guest yeah. ever again. Not you, but that person. Right, no. But yeah, that's, I mean, it's crazy when I, you know, get questions asked because, like, I'm so used to asking the questions. Mm. Let me try to think of another one for you. But I like how I do this because it lets you, you know, speak your mind. Mm-hmm. The reason why I do this because I let the guests speak whatever they want to share. I'm trying to think of a good one. <laughs> I like it. I never <laughs> had someone really, like, test me, but I love it. Okay, I got one. Okay. Three years from now, what's what's your goal, your game plan with uh, Talks with Cheese? Okay, so that's a, once again, really good question. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so three years from now? Yep, so three-year plan. So it's 2023, right? Yep. By 2026. 2026. It's crazy <laughs> when you say those numbers. It's like, dang, I remember I just saying 2005. Yeah, you know? no, 2026 seems like it should be. 20 years from now yeah but really it's just three like, yeah uh, where did time go right yeah it's crazy so speaking of that um three years from now i can see myself having a better setup you know mm-hmm. hopefully with uh job promotion i recently got um, oh yeah congrats to you yeah, thank you on that and um hopefully with that i get like a little bit more money like a money raise so mm-hmm. hopefully from there on uh, i get better audio equipment for you know just stepping up on the audio I would like to get an interface where it has like four mics where I can have, you know, pop, possibly like three people on it besides two. Because people do ask me that. They're like, why is it? Why do you only have like one other person? Mm-hmm. But I said, I need money for to buy an audio interface because, I mean, that has like four inputs or yeah. Yeah. Because this one I have, which is a two mic input audio interface, costs $200. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. They're pricey. So yeah, in the future, pretty much, you know, get better equipment and ho- hopefully video get into the video podcasting oh, but yeah. not other people think that's uh another investment on the video equipment itself mm-hmm. and i need to either like learn the stuff myself or hire someone mm-hmm. so people don't realize like what goes on behind the scenes yeah and i mean then that all takes time too if you're gonna learn to do it on your own then you gotta dedicate time to research and um figure out what's going to be best just and like, what you want just like i did here but yeah like and like i said earlier it took like three to four months to like learn everything before i went and bought it and did it mm-hmm. but yeah and that's just a really cool thing that you did you know a lot of people oh i want to do this and yeah i want to do that but like you wanted to do it and you did it <laughs> you're saying the most people will have aspirations but they don't take the action yeah like they don't take that second half and actually do it to make it happen mm-hmm. and it's crazy now you think now you say that that it's crazy to really think that um i'm almost a year into this already oh wow yeah, yeah it doesn't seem like it and yeah. it just this tells you that manifestation is real yeah <laughs> it definitely is i'm a high believer of just that. think about it morgan 
if you didn't follow up with audio chuck you probably wouldn't mm -hmm. be here right now think about it so yeah with the manifestations that was okay. scary yeah okay <laughs> <That's> scary. <laughs> okay um that was just a siren guy yeah jesus house is getting raided yeah uh <laughs> <laughs> anyways with oh, yeah <laughs> but yeah back to manifestation um so I just kept seeing TikToks of like, okay. look yourself in the mirror and tell, like, speak as if things are happening to you. So I just kept looking at myself and I'm like, I'm getting this job. I'm moving to Indy. You know, I'm going to crush this interview. And I'd never really spoke to myself like that. So, it, and it feels silly too. And it probably sounds silly. But it worked out though. It did work out. And I would write stuff down too. And I literally have, um, I have a picture of it i can show you later but i had this long list of um statements like i will get this job i will work at audio chuck i will show them like what i can do all of this and i would sleep with it under my pillow <laughs> every night <laughs> and then when it happened like the feeling of grabbing it out of my pillow and throwing it away was like wow kind of, it was kind of creepy yeah <laughs> But like you know, you you gotta do you what you have to do to be able to self reflect and and ask yourself what do I want in life and then how do I want to approach this and then how do I want to achieve this mm -hmm. and like thinking in that way and um, speaking to yourself in that way as well kind of gives you the confidence and you start to believe it too you know and I remember looking back at the interviews and. I have a really bad nervous system. Like I get really anxious in situ certain situations, um, especially with something like this that was going to dictate, you know, my career and my future. Mm -hmm. I was nervous, but I wasn't as nervous as I thought I would be. And I think it was because I was starting to believe that like this is going to happen and I can do this. And then your confidence to took on. Mm -hmm. huh? Yes. So, yeah, it's crazy like how things work out your way as long as you have a positive mindset mm -hmm. it yeah. really starts with the positive mindset all about the mindset for sure because like like yes you could like we said many times so far you could easily get given up back like back when you um didn't get a, a job traded at a college you just kept working on it kept working on it because mm -hmm. most people in your shoes would just take the easy route and just quit and then do something where they were forced to take a job on and it doesn't make them happy in the long run mm -hmm. and my some of my family um obviously huge supporters and they wanted me to get my dream job as well but they're also some of them are older they don't understand podcasts you know the way that the younger generations kind right. of do um but and even the film and tv industry as well so a lot of them would tell me well, why don't you go work at a news station or like go be you know help out with the news reporters right. and that's such such a different world in media and like i said earlier like i'm just not that's not what i wanted to do so i'm not gonna waste my time and go do it because <laughs> they don't realize that podcast is actually like a different type of industry yeah and i mean at that time i didn't even know like it was going to be the industry that i was going into right. but yeah just during the job search process yeah but it's just crazy like that as long as you stick to it um you're gonna get what you're gonna get it's gonna pay off mm -hmm. so um so morgan it's a cheesy question today i've been back to the nervous system i've been thinking about the cheesy question of the day and i've been nervous uh -huh. <laughs> and then actually um i had a different cheesy i, I had an original cheesy question today i want to ask you because i just sound it just sounded better oh you're switching it up yeah now. I'm switching it up on you oh great so morgan today's cheesy question of the day is that 
What's the most unexpected thing on your bucket list? <laughs> so like my like uh if you're having trouble finding an answer, my unexpected thing the most unexpected thing on my bucket list is to go to Philly, right? Run a mile <laughs> to, to where it leads to the Rocky Steps and mm-hmm. reward myself with the Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> where did you come up with that? Just like watching the Rocky movies. <laughs> Just makes me like makes me want to do that so bad. Yeah, no, that's very unexpected. See, so what? what so what's? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think I have anything that specific, but or what's something interesting that's on your bucket list? You haven't really shared to other people. Yeah, well, I just when you say bucket list, I think back to um, when I was little. One of my best friends, Emily, we always said we were going to um, like skydive off of the Great Wall of China for some reason and we can't uh we're not gonna be able to skydive off it but to go there would be really cool <laughs> uh-huh. skydiving seems like it'd be scary but yeah. once you do it'd be fun oh uh, yeah no skydiving for sure adrenaline rush. yeah i would say that's definitely on my bucket list but probably not unexpected but it's still an interesting one mm-hmm. well um that was a cheesy question of the day morgan what was the one before it so the one before it was uh do you enjoy ro- roller coasters <laughs> <laughs> you asked that one <laughs> so okay do you like roller coasters <laughs> oh my gosh yes i do like roller coasters Heck yeah. i went through a phase where they scared me for a little bit and every time i was at the top i just all i kept thinking about were like the pieces falling apart and it terrified me but no i like them i like the adrenaline well crap I think this is the first episode where I had two cheesy question a days. Oh wow! In one episode. Uh, oh so, man, man, Morgan, you're we're just, giving the people the content yeah, today. Exactly. This is yeah, all because of you, Morgan. Yeah. Ashtari. All right, Ashtari. Hey, yeah, whoa, whoa! <laughs> Listen to the intro. Play it back. Yeah, play it back. <laughs> so, anyways, Morgan, thank you so much for coming on, Morgan. Yes, thank you for having me. And it's then, been uh, fun. Yeah, it was it was really fun. And one more thing before I let you go, mm-hmm. don't share my location. <laughs> classic cheese <laughs> yeah you guys may be confused like why did he just say that but it's one it's one of those inside jokes that me and our group have and it's one of those things if you know you know if you know you know yeah. yep <laughs> so guys thanks for listening uh please leave a review and rating and share the podcast i would greatly appreciate that and you can follow the podcast on apple Podcasts, spotify and facebook see ya Woo! was that fun or was that, that was fun <laughs>